Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hey guys, it's Hinch from Off Track with Hinch and Rossi. And if for some reason you're not already tired of listening to us on the show, well... I guess I got good news for you. We now have a YouTube channel so you can watch us on the show as well. Go to youtube.com, search Off Track with Hinch and Rossi, and you can see myself, my co-host Alexander Rossi, that guy Thim that sometimes shows up, you know, doing what we do. So go check it out, subscribe, like all the videos. Thanks so much. This is Off Track with Hinch and Rossi. Hello and welcome to another Off Track with Hinch and Rossi. This week, been... James is not hungover. He's just very sweaty. I'm so sweaty. I just ran. I don't know. I ran for like a half hour. I don't know how far. My, I, didn't, I forgot to turn my little tracker thing on. Yeah. But it's very warm in Oakville. That's, and... that's, um, that's 30 minutes more than I've run consecutively all year. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. I woke up minutes ago. Yeah, no, we can tell. Yeah, yeah you look like <laughs> absolute crap. But as I told him, it's just That's how he always looks. So you never quite know, yeah, yeah. you know, if he's just gotten out of bed or not, because it's kind of just standard Tim Fair. Well, guys, we've got a fun guest today. There's no racing. Well, sorry, let me rephrase that. There was no IndyCar racing last weekend. There was an F1 race. Uh, Charles Leclerc won. Max there was a didn't. cup race. Chase there was a won cup again. race. Chase that one at home. That's cool. I always like that. That's always yeah. fun. It was a good, uh, no, good battle there and at no the end. Car news. Uh, well, we're, we'll, we'll get to that. But before we get to that, so we, we've got this new strategy on Off Track where if we don't have an IndyCar race, just so that we don't bore you guys too much with our daily lives. Did I tell you how hard that run was today? It was very hot. It was very hot. Uh, we're going to have guests on now. We're going to be a little more consistent with our guestage when we don't have IndyCar race to talk about. Which won't be for try. like five weeks because it's about to be back to back to back to back. To back to back to back to back to back. Um, so, yeah. So we're going to have a guest on today and we're joined by our good friend, Mr. Ryan hunter Hey, boys. Hey, <laughs> what's up? <laughs> wow, big bus guy. Ladies bus and gentlemen, guy. from the big, beautiful bus lot in... Where are you? I'm in Nashville. I'm in uh, Nashville Shores, actually. Wait. Nashville has a has an ocean. <laughs> yeah, just like that, but different. It's an RV park. With oh, good. A, with, with with slides, and I'm I'm you, definitely getting a tattoo. You you really I'm, you <laughs> really are retired, aren't you? <laughs> definitely getting a tattoo. Is it going to be a little dolphin on your hip? Don't. Yeah, that's what these two want to get. Machine gun. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, that's uh, right. You're just a dolphin with a revolver, isn't it, Alex? Yeah, it's a tough dolphin. Thank it's you. It's a tough dolphin. Yeah, we've talked about right. this. 
children. Well, awesome. I mean, you know, thanks. nice slides, the whole thing. So, thank you for coming, Ryan. I think you know we've we wanted to get a racing guest on, but also we thought of you because I don't know if you listen to this podcast, but about occasionally about twenty five percent of it last week was fifteen percent of it was um, really all about Ryan Hunter Ray and his <laughs> a inability to really drink. B, James's persistence to try and get you hammered. <laughs> and C, both James and I's sympathy that we have for you now that we are also in our 30s that we didn't have for you five to six years ago when we were oh, trying wow. to get you to come out and drink with us. And you then were still we also, already in your 40s at that point. But right. Yeah. And then we, we also commend you for the fact that you still do have the ability to go out and have a good time and then deal with children in the morning. So Yeah, uh, that's... That's yeah. that's the X factor right there, buddy. Correct. That you don't have so, absolutely. Oh, and we have. I forgot to add. We added a puppy to the mix, mm. as if three kids, three boys in a in a motorhome is not enough. There's, a, there's now a, a young golden retriever. Oh, well, at least as they do. don't chew anything. That you do. No, no nothing. At all. Right. We're, Very right. clean, self sufficient animals. Um, so th- this all stemmed from. We'll get to racing stuff, but this all stemmed from a story I was telling about you and I at the annual uh, Racing for Cancer charity event extraordinaire golfing racing combo pack and how yeah. we usually have one night where you know we get to enjoy ourselves a little bit and the next morning you always hate me a lot <laughs> yeah but let's focus yeah. on the charitable element here why don't you tell everybody a little bit about racing for cancer and and that event i mean for all we know there's a, there's a potential participant you know amongst our listeners that would like to come join us at the end of the year yeah absolutely i mean racing for cancer is a charity that we put in place so that james and i could get drunk in really nice places and uh and then try and raise the money <laughs> it's kind of like james's charity honestly stop and go for it. <laughs> Do I need no, a cherry? Is that the, <laughs> is that the key? <laughs> no, you get drunk. I'm, I'm a philanthropist. <laughs> uh, yeah, Racing for Cancer. We've raised millions of dollars over the years. Racingforcancer.com. Check it out. We have one one big big event a year, and that is uh, you know our race to beat cancer. James is there every year. He's a great guy for doing it, uh, reluctantly, but he does it. And so we go to you know great racetracks: Homestead, Sebring, Laguna Seca. We play golf at the same time. We eat great food, we laugh, and we have a good time. Come join Blast. us. Can confirm. Definitely check it out. Racerforcancer.org or .com? Or, well, .com forwards to .org. So, yeah, it's all the same mix. Do it both. Uh, so you have been busy the last few Saturday nights, my friend. Yeah. Yeah, I've been busy. Yeah. Busy turning I, left, sweating. Did, um, did uh, Michael Waltrip ever find you? That's my. No, he, he he left immediately after the oh. race. I was looking forward to talking to him too, but no, he yeah. uh, <laughs> he was gone. Oh, I, what are you I, say, I don't think I'm straight, old man. I dumped you. What are you going to do about it? Well, the thing <laughs> is, all night long, these guys, uh, you know, they they put their quarter their 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 bumper on your quarter panel. They move you up half a lane, then they door you, and then they go by if they need to go by. So I'm like, okay, this is this is this is what we do. So then I started driving that way, and then it wasn't okay. Do you do you reference racing terms now exclusively as a stock car? Is it tight? Yeah. Oh yeah. And, tight? But yeah. I can't get understeer or oversteer out of my mouth. I can't. And, right. And yeah, it just doesn't happen. And I can't right. say you, tight in the middle. Do you, do you get up off the wheel and need more wedge in it? Wedge. <laughs> I don't say any of them. I tried. I tried for a couple of weekends, and I was like, you know, I'm just going back to what I say. It's, right. it's that. Yeah. Um. The it it looks. 
so this year seems in my mind to be way more entertaining than last year like in terms of just people seem to be racing harder and less concerned about general appearance slash professionalism which is makes for obviously better television um is that kind of what you feel out there racing like is it just a little bit more aggressive and less cares given it is more aggressive um i guess i mean i'm the only one out there with with no experience on these tracks that we're going to so everybody else in it has been there prior and i yeah they're saying that it's it's harder racing this year it's tighter racing and um yeah it makes for a great show though i mean we're definitely leaning on each other yeah it definitely looks more competitive are you like are you getting help slash tips from guys like Marco and TK who did it last year and, and have you known for a long time or is it every man for himself or are they giving you false information to try to screw you up? No, I mean, I'm getting really good help from, uh, you know, Stremi and, and from um, Ken Schrader and stuff like that. The guys that test the cars and, and, you can Marco ask and Tony. Them. Well, Marco, you know, he's just like, I don't know. I just, I just turn it and go. But what's amazing with him is that anytime I try and go faster, right? Anytime I think I need to drive faster, I go way slower. So anytime you push these cars, anytime you go past the tire, just a little bit, it's all gone. And Marco, for as long as I've known him has been way too early to the throttle, way too hard, way too, you know, and, and the frequency in which he does it is, is just amazing. But somehow I I don't know, he gets these cars sideways and ends up 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 front every time. If I get it sideways, tires gone, I'm right to the back. So um it is it is really tough and when you're in the front things go really well things go much easier and then when you're in the back in the dirty air it's like you can't just can't get through it it's interesting that they i mean obviously every race car is affected by dirty air but it's interesting that they still are seemingly to the level that you know an open wheel car is because we watched that with joseph right he'd never he'd never seen the thing before start out front and it looked completely easy like you just let every lap no problem last week and then he got put to the back because the the inversion and struggled like a huge amount yeah like it's, it it's, is odd yeah it's odd you wouldn't think it's that much error is it, I is don't it know grip it is. is it total grip or do you lose the front or like what what happens it's total grip i yeah. mean you're back in the car in the corner the whole thing um like i said anytime that i try and drive faster i start back in the car and and you could actually feel with this tire whenever you slide the rear on the way in the corner it will punish you the very next corner on the way in it'll it'll keep getting worse until you bring it back down under the, the capability of the tire it's uh it's an interesting piece that way but it's fun and it doesn't seem that there's ever really a lane two either that's unfortunate you know we need to go somewhere where there is they had that last year somewhere i forget where it was uh, slinger now we're heading to dirt slinger maybe slinger we need a lane two because oh, you get lane one yeah. you, you get one lane and and that's when you know we start nerfing each other out of the way um you know that's 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 kind of I was hoping for that that two lane um, stock car, you know, madness, but it hasn't come yet. So we're we're going straight to dirt this weekend. Oh man, have you ever done anything on dirt before? No, uh-huh. no, Baja, Baja. Yeah, that's true, but yeah. but not in a circle. Right, not entirely the right. same. Yeah. Um, yeah not, all right. Not so then, uh, on top of you obviously doing SRX this year as a new thing, you um, you announced this sports car program with cgr um what what is that tell, tell the listeners what that is and, and what that means with the have you seen the new car yet will you get to drive it what's the deal i haven't right now it's early days they're still having a lot of issues with the um you know with the hybrid system so they're they're uh, bamber drove it at putnam park uh they have a test coming up at sebring so we'll see about that i'm not sure yet but my deal with with ganassi is i've done sebring with them I've done some other testing with them. I, I was testing at Watkins Glen. 
And I was kind of there as a floater between the two cars. Um, six hours is a race. Like Alex, you know, it's kind of borderline two or three drivers. And um, a lot of the top teams tend to use two. So mm-hmm. um, I was kind of on standby there. And then, yeah, I'm basically, I'm on call on any given weekend. I have to be two hours from an airport. And is that um, for for the both. the DPI and IndyCar side? Correct. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Both. Um, so... Yeah, it's just pretty much be ready to go, you know, whenever they call. And it's great to be aligned with them. And we have some, hopefully some more stuff coming up in the future. But it, I think it all depends, you know, where Scott, what he wants to do, um, you know, with the DPI program or the, or the LNDH or the GTP or whatever they're calling it today. I don't know if they changed the name again. Um, but yeah, we'll see. It's a good good spot to be in. That's awesome. Can, can yeah. you give us any uh, any insider team info that's probably not allowed to be shared about how that uh, first test went at Putnam with the GTP car oh, and Bamber? Yeah, uh, Bamber came to um, to the Nashville SRX race, actually, and he said for a first shakedown, he's never had it gone that smoothly and that, that impressively. He said the car was really fast. It's a really well-put-together piece. It's It's done right. It looks like it. it and it and it went accordingly. So I was like, "Wow, okay." It so it's just the, that hybrid. Could be the best situation. looking one. Could yeah, be the best could looking be. one. It's and pretty also, simple, you know. The sound of it was bad. Did you see that clip on Road and Track? Like the sound of it yeah. was yeah, very good. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks like that. That you know that um, my kids pointed that out. The car, the character from uh, Cars, the black uh, Jackson Storm or something like that. I, don't know, I think that's what it is. But anyway. It looks very simple yeah. in its design. Yeah, yeah. Rossi yeah. and I are super up to, up to speed on our cars references. Now this is where I'm an expert. Yes, it does. <laughs> See, there you go. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> yeah, the pop, um, you want so the pops Ryan, to just carry this one? I would love to hear your opinion. I mean, I assume you've been watching IndyCar this year. Yeah, yeah. Just your yes. opinion on the general season and how it's been is it is it fun to watch i mean obviously it's hard take away that it sucks you're not doing it and you have to watch on tv blah blah blah. but like are you enjoying kind of the all the storylines that are going on do you think it's it's good for the series bad for the series where you at yeah i really like the position i'm in honestly i mean i was with the same team for 12 years it was nice to take a step back and i'm watching the series and i enjoy it and yeah, it is absolutely entertaining. And from my perspective, it, you can still see it's one of the best forms of racing. You know, I, I watch a Formula One race on the same morning and then I watch IndyCar and the two, the entertainment value, not even close, especially at Mid-Ohio when, you know, when you guys are running each other off the track and stuff like that. It's, it's so good. I don't know. Um, I don't know what you're <laughs> referencing. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it is, it is massively entertaining and, um, yeah, I mean, I'd love to talk openly. About that, so. <laughs> Same. <laughs> How much better was Mid-Ohio than it normally is? It was great. Um, yeah, it there, was, there was it, one thing. There was one thing that happened in Mid-Ohio that we ran out of time last week. We didn't really get a chance to touch on it too much, but I want to get your opinion on it. Where do you stand on the closed pits under yellow situation? Because mm-hmm. you remember what happened there with like they left it open after Kirkwood went off so that every leader could kind of cycle through, but it wasn't really apples to apples because like Dixon and Polo had to do an outlap, but McLaughlin didn't. So he sort of actually benefited from it. But what, what do you feel about that? We have this debate all the time. Where are you on closed pits under yellow? Yeah, that's a sticky situation for sure, because there's going to be somebody who's not happy with it and somebody who's happy with it, like everything else in life. But you can't, I, I do not like, number one, I do not like turning a race's 
running order upside down because of an ill-time yellow. I hate that. I hate I hate having the race being run one way. What what are the fans supposed to think when they're in the stands and all of a sudden the yellow comes out and who they just saw was in the lead is P15 and the guy that was in the back is P1. I mean, I don't know. That's a problem. In well, itself I mean, right if they there. just that, uh, I think that's have the starter. Peacock running on their earbuds in their phone, uh, they can understand everything that's going on. True, true. Because you are absolutely explaining it so eloquently, and uh, yes, that that would be that would be the right way to go. But not everybody's going to do that. Well, they better this weekend because that's the only way you're going to watch anything. Yeah. <laughs> as a reminder to everybody, Toronto this weekend is airing exclusively on Peacock with limited commercial interruptions starting 3 p.m. Eastern. Uh, please tune in and uh, and follow along. Um, Toronto, all right, so home of home of the world's worst airport. Congratulations. That yes. Well, I thought we were, I thought we were ranked second. Did it, did it come up first? No, Orlando's not that bad. No, Orlando's no, way better. Pearson's Pearson. One. Pearson. Pearson is. I, I would say LAX and Pearson are the two worst in the continent. Like I have sure. a 10 a.m. flight on Monday, and I'm planning on getting there at like 6:45. It's unbelievable. You should go there straight from the tracks Sunday night. No, I'm gonna go to dinner with you. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, we should go straight from dinner, though. Hey, <laughs> yeah. don't you guys have a? Uh, by the way, don't you guys have a barrel like barrels here somewhere in Nashville that I can go tap? Um, that's um, Kentucky. We do have but... one that oh. is sitting in Kentucky. That was in Nashville. Yeah, it's no, no. Sorry, bud. No, but uh, right. so wait, where are you racing next, next weekend or this weekend? Uh, Peavey, Missouri. You ever been there? <laughs> Oh, many times. Yeah, I have a vacation home there. It's a great spot. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Ryan, are you yeah. are you now your own bus driver? Do you drive? Oh yeah, your, yeah, yeah. And you pump this the here's a everything. recreational vehicle. Yep. <laughs> okay. Good. They What's trust like? you yeah. with that thing. Did you need a special license for that thing? I feel like you should I've not driving, be allowed to drive that. I've been driving it for years. You guys uh, to Daytona, Sebring, to the Florida races. So yeah, it's, it's I've been. Totally accustomed to it's it. The, it's the land yacht that that couples your ocean yacht that you yeah, keep exactly. in the backyard. Except his land yacht doesn't have eight engines. It's just got the one. It doesn't have a helicopter pad on the front. Right, right. Yeah. Right, yeah. Just missing that. Yeah. Um, like your okay. water yacht does. So the, the, I guess the last kind of thing that I'd like you to kind of talk to people about is we often also – we make a lot of Ryan Hunter Ray references. Um, we also reference your ship. Really? Have at your house. Yeah. Um, yeah. And you're a big fisherman. You're a big fish guy. So yeah. do you, are you fishing every week? Do you go out? What do you catch? Yeah. What do you What do you not catch? What do you What do, you do on your ship? Explain Besides, fishing cool. to me. Yeah. So <laughs> if fishing. They don't have that so, in Canada. This is I mean, the time of year that is my knife. favorite. My favorite time of year to fish is right now, so I'm not doing it right now. Obviously, when I get back home, we will. Um, but it's uh, you, you load up the boat with a whole bunch of uh, uh, live bait in the in the in the bait well in the back, and you run miles and, and miles claws. offshore. Burn lots of fuel and white claws and and mm-hmm. coronas or whatever. Yep. And you burn lots of fuel. You sit up in the tower and you basically look for debris, floating debris in the ocean. And when you find that, and birds over it will run the radar. We'll find the birds. The fish are under it. And then you're covered your radar up in fish. Finds your radar birds. finds birds? Yes. And that's how you find the fish. Where the birds are, the fish are, because the birds are picking off the smaller fish that the fish that you're targeting are chasing. I feel like aircraft should have bird radar. Also true. That seems yeah. like a smart yeah. thing for those. You're not going to yeah. be able to deviate to a bird, though. I can. Yeah. I can I'm, I'm not looking for one bird, though. It, the radar picks up 
a, a you know a whole bunch I think of birds. The word I'm is not sure flock. if you call it a flock. I, no, but a flock is when they're moving together, a you know in sync. Right? I think it also depends on the type of bird because like crows oh. are a murder, right? You know what? Right, Tim. Tim no one asked. Shut up. <laughs> Uh, so wait, are you just video again? Talk to you guys thank, later. Thank you. So wait, are you just busing through the whole SRX schedule? Are you just going race to race and like taking the fam in between and like just on the road for six weeks? No, that's too much. Um, I picked up the bus in Indy last week. I drove it down to Nashville. They flew in, met me in Nashville. Now we're here at this amusement park, and then we're going to drive to Peebley, do that race, and then go to Cedar Point in the motorhome as well. Yeah. yeah another RV park and then I'm going to drive back to India and then I'm going to get the heck out of here. How do I become one of Ryan Hunter Ray and Becky Hunter Ray's kids? This sounds like I, a sweet gig. I don't know. We were at Dave and Buster's last night. And I spent like $350. I'm like, what am I, I, I don't know what I'm doing, but doing I, it. I, how many coupons did they win? Oh, tons. And we, you know, they ended up, how many erasers did you, they get? If you break down the thing that they pick out, you know, for, how much money you've actually spent on it you end up with like yeah, a it's a quarter of the cost to just buy it stack of cards yeah yeah yeah, yeah. good deal <laughs> good deal all right so, so what are these references that you, you make what are these references it's mainly you your boat you it's mainly your boat oh, and your hangovers the amount of money you make um your inability yeah how to much money oh yeah make. just raking um, it in. a lot of that absolutely yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 and then it just pours yeah. right into your boat's gas tank i uh right. so you're you have the you have what three Two races left in SRX? Three races? Yeah, two. Two races? Two, two dirt. Races left. Two dirt races. Yep. Two dirt. Your first dirt experience in a, in a, in a, in a circuit, which is going to be entertaining. I got to I gotta drive that thing at Eldora last that last year for a couple laps. It's so much fun. You're going to love it. Oh, awesome. Um, and then uh, and then you're doing petite. We know that, right? <laughs> it's not official yet. I'm still waiting on the confirmed deal, so we'll see. Like, again, it's it comes down but, to like, Scott. Yeah, that's, that's the plan. We'll see. Petite. Yeah. Uh, have, has Ryan Hunter Ray put any thought into 2023? What, uh, the fans, the Doring fans want to know what, uh, where your, where your head's at? No, I haven't really. Um, I really had a, I had a blast with you doing that, um, you know, doing the commentating bit at Indy and then Detroit. And I definitely want to do the 500 again, one off. And I'd really like to get some type of, um, endurance deal done, um, in IMSA slash WEC. So we'll, we'll see. Um, a lot. A lot in flux right now, so um, not sure yet. We'll see. There you go. Well, options on the table, certainly, and no matter what it is, in car, on camera, I know the fans are going to love seeing your beautiful face and hearing that angelic voice of yours. So, and, thanks, uh, buddy. Ryan, I uh, can't wait to see you um, September 23rd to the 26th, my birthday weekend, and, and you were nice enough to invite me to your house. Um, Absolutely, so coming, man. Becky's coming, Kelly. We're going to bring the dogs be. so that the puppies can all play together. And let's do yeah. five dogs in your house, four people, yes, three kids. kids. You guys can have that north wing of the house over there, you know. We'll just stay on the oh, yacht. Yeah, you, guys, you guys don't even go there. You guys don't even use that part of it. You won't even know we're there. It'd be great. <laughs> right. The picture you're painting. I, I just love it. I, yeah. <laughs> Reality versus what's actually happening. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So. No, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. 
Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. A lot can happen between falling in love with a house online and owning it. Between imagining living there and breathing in your new home for the first time. Having an advocate who can help you navigate the complex world of financing, inspections, negotiating, analyzing the market, and talking through any anxieties that may pop up, that can make all the difference. That's what the expertise of a Realtor can do for you. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors and bound by a code of ethics. Because that's who we are. The legends are true. But overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Donald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. One of my favorite people, actually. He's great, man. He's great. I really, I really like Ryan. That was a fun interview. He, uh, he's a wicked sense of humor. Uh, he's a terrible drinker, as we've acknowledged. I mean, he's good at, at, at drinking it. He's bad at coping with it after the fact. Um, but yeah, all-around great guy. His wife, Becky, wonderful. Just absolute sweetheart person. Kids are awesome. Just three little blonde hellions running around. Go-karting now, which is really bad news for Ryan. Uh, but at what least a cool he trip makes on. so much money that he's fine. So much. I, I mean, was yeah, gonna say, I mean, that's like, gonna he... that's gonna put a dent in his Scrooge McDuck vault of money. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he might just he might only be he might only be able to fuel four of the seven engines on the yacht for one yeah. week to pay for his <laughs> child's education. Right. It'll still do a hundred miles an hour with just the four. Um, with uh, okay. one one point three gallons or no? What was it? What, what did we determine it was? Gall- his gallons, gallons per hour. Per second. Or gallons per second something or something was it? Absurd. Gallons per minute. Yeah, it was yes. something gross. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and you, you guys, we, we talked off air to him, and he said that he he enjoyed knowing that we were making constant references to his uh, as as Tim. Two hundred and fifty nine gallons per hour. Wow. His boat gets point, His boat gets point three miles per gallon. I thought Indy cars were uh, gas guzzlers. Yeah, so Ooh. all of you people that are mad about me burning fuel and hurting the environment, redirect your annoyance towards Ryan Hunter Ray, or just mariners in general. So this is just what we're doing. This is what we're doing to our guests now. We're, we have like a nice conversation with him, and then right before we introduce him, we're just like, also, he's killing the environment. <laughs> like, we're just no. nah, cool. yeah, just Ryan. Who's going to get on next? Just nah, Ryan. Got it'll it. be fine. Sorry, Ryan. It'll be fine. Um. He also is, you know, trying to like cure cancer or whatever. But no, let's talk about the gas. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, obviously <laughs> there was some blockbuster stuff happening on the Twitterverse yesterday, and uh, interesting situation developed. Yes, yeah, sorry, Tuesday. Uh, interesting situation developing with Mr. Alex Polo, reigning NTT IndyCar Series champion, and. You know what? I can't wait to see how this one plays out because there seems to be a lot of moving parts here. It's going to be fascinating. James, if only we had a television show that could document mm. this. 
you know, mm, there yeah. was some stuff that happened in mid-Ohio that would have made for there good was. television. This would certainly make for some television. I feel like we should have a television show. I don't know how else yeah, to say that. I feel like the last couple of weeks would have blown Driver Survive out of the water Correct. in terms of in terms of drama and and the like. And also, wouldn't it be actually, nice? wouldn't it be nice? I I do want to briefly touch back on something Mid Ohio related because Alex, I got in trouble from people on the interwebs. Same because they. <laughs> <laughs> So <laughs> something tells me there was some crossover in in the people that were mad at us, us respectively. So what I got a bit of was people in the Twitterverse accusing me of bias mm. and saying that just because Alex is your friend, you're not allowed to, you know, you're supposed to be an impartial. Do they forget judge. what nationality you are? Uh, <laughs> I'm just nice to everybody. Yeah, you're just. The most neutral nationality there is. <laughs> I think technically Switzerland still owns that That's one, but copy. we're a close yeah. second. Um, but no, they're like, yeah, he just because he's your BFF, you're not allowed to like not call it how it is, blah, blah, blah. It's like, no, no. I want to be very clear about something. I call it how I see it, right? You may not see it how I see it, and you can't really talk about how it is. You can only talk about how you see it. And what I saw was... Yeah, two guys going in a corner side by side. The thing for me was watch your onboard. And we showed it, right? And I, I re-watched that segment of the race just to see if I was maybe like being a little, you know, was padding it a little bit. But here's the thing. We had an outside view. And I'm like, yeah, it looks like Alex's, you know, car whipped off the apex there. It looks like he went in a bit hot, whatever, whatever. Then we see your onboard. And what you always look for in a move that's like questionable or was he trying to rough the guy up, whatever is the guy on the inside's hands opening up. You know, I think back to, I think it was Brazil last year in F1 with Lewis and Max at the end of that second straightaway, and Max just like blatantly opens his hands, tries them both clean off the road, right? You watch your onboard. If anything, you're adding more wheel the entire time until the moment of contact when the wheel gets ripped out of your hands, right? Mm -hmm. So my point to anybody that thinks that I miscalled that because of who was involved, I have two points. One, rewatch the onboard. And two, until you've gone side by side with IndyCars through the keyhole at Mid-Ohio more times than I have, I'm not going to trust your opinion as much as my own. So, my, One of my absolute favorites, and I, I need to find it. And honestly, um, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cheat on this show a little bit this, this upcoming weekend, but I think it's, it's worth it. I will plug off track. I'm going to be a guest on Bus Bros because Scott McLaughlin got into a Twitter war with some people over the weekend, and he got a lot of. Uh, oh, I missed this. What was he it? He got a lot. He was just commenting on. He was complimenting IndyCar safety and how fast they respond to incidences versus Carlos Sainz's engine blew up and he was on fire and he was in the car and all this stuff. And it took a quite a long time, arguably far too long, for them to get to him. And people then started clapping back at him saying how dangerous IndyCar is and blah, 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 and all this stuff. So anyways, he got into kind of a back and forth. So he's going to do a Scott McLaughlin bus bros like segment of mean tweets. And I'm nice. going to be the guest also doing a similar thing based on my 
experience. And so then it'll, it'll be fun. But this one was my absolute favorite. <clears throat> Going back to what you were talking about in Ohio. Rossi, that's, uh, that's me, <clears throat> was trying to mm -hmm. knock him out of the race several times, in my honest opinion. Looks like Rossi drove him off the course, then let go of his wheel to avoid getting his hands hurt, then kept driving him into the wall, then steered out of there to menace others all race long. Nailed it. If I, I, I would have won that, that, so that many more races <laughs> if I had that sort of like reaction time. Like I would be far more successful. At at what point do people like that not realize that that cost you a buttload of positions? No, but he just hates. I just, just I yeah. just no handed it. Just yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm good now. Let me turn out. Okay, now at this point he's not going to get out, and I will. Yeah, yeah, so now I'll yeah. turn. Hell yeah, of a mathematician. Crafty. Yeah, it's that was good. pretty crafty. Pretty smart. Be that as it may, that is all very far behind us. We are. It is, yes. We have, it is we have all talked. We are all moving forward. And Toronto is going to be a great weekend. And we're very and excited to be back. what it's all about. Back to Toronto. Uh, Honda Indy Toronto. First time since 2019. Alex, you've been on the podium there before. Uh, but, you know, two years. No one's been there in two years. No one's been there with the aero screen. Uh, probably more unknowns there than we've had. Uh, the tightest pit lane in, I think, the series. We have more cars than we had last time we were there. Thoughts, comments, concerns heading into this weekend? Um, no real concerns. I think the biggest thing that'll be interesting to see is, I mean, obviously the the winners in Ontario are, are harsh to quite harsh. Um, so two years of, you know, just the... Uh, whatever it's called, um, ex expansion and contraction of, of the concrete and stuff and the asphalt. Well, I think Exposure we'll, to the elements. Exposure to the elements. I think it'll definitely be a different track than when we were there last time. Um, it's one of the... People often reference Detroit as being the bumpiest place we go to. It may be our car setup or whatever. I think Toronto kind of takes the cake. They made it slightly better when they repaved the front straight. That was a big help. Um I, I honestly don't enjoy the track that much. I love the event and the city and the fans and, and, and everything about it, the location. Um, but the track isn't that enjoyable to drive. Um, it's always surprising. I don't know why. I don't know if it's the heat or whatever. It's Even though it's a pretty short race relative to some of the other ones we have, it's always quite physical. Um, and I think so the aeroscreen will, will add to, to that. Um so, yeah, I mean, I think it's going to be interesting. You know, I don't think there's any preconceived notions of who's going to be good or bad. You know, I think Penske's been very good there in the past. Obviously, you know, the Andretti street course package is, has been strong for, for many years now. So I would imagine, you know, that it'll be your familiar names kind of going for it. But we've also seen the past couple qualifying sessions, you know, Kyle and Dave Malukas and, and those sorts of guys have, have been up there as well. So I think it's going to be your standard ultra competitive weekend where qualifying's very important um, to, to get a good result. Yeah, it's um, we we lose a car this weekend because of sponsorship issues. The 11 for AJ Foyt, Tatiana Calderon is not going to be competing, um, which obviously like you never like seeing that for any reason in any way. It, it's almost if they were if it was gonna if they were gonna miss a race, it's almost best it was this one, just because of the pit lane situation. Even having to put another car in there would be a challenge. I know that 
IndyCar had to work with the promoters to actually expand pit lane from the last time we were there because of the the growing grids. And and the other reason that this actually might be an okay-ish one, I mean, you never want to miss a race, but because of the Canadian kind of uh, laws and, and requirements that they have in terms of getting into the country, I know that like there's you know, a handful of guys, Andretti, a handful of guys um, at ECR, you know, I'm sure every team is going to be down a couple of guys just because they're, they're not going to be able to get in for whatever COVID reason or, or, or what have you. So um, it's certainly going to be a little bit of a, a strange weekend for teams. But um, yeah, it, regardless, we're still all very happy to get back there. I mean, that's, this is a country that doesn't even let John Green in. So that is true. That's for different reasons. He broke some rules. He was a bit of a hellion. <laughs> we don't we don't condone that behavior in Canada. <laughs> Um, John, I'm still actively trying to get that, uh, turned around for you anyway. Um, yeah. So, so back after two years, my worry was, so this race fell off the calendar in 08, the year of the merge, right? Because it all, the merge happened pretty late. Some champ car races were absorbed. We used some Indy car races happened and some kind of fell by the wayside. We just couldn't make Toronto happen. And then coming back from that 09, 10, like it was tough, man. There was some, there was some lean years at this race. And everyone from Green Savory and Honda and all the big supporters of this event, obviously the fans and people in Toronto have made this uh, made this event so great over the last couple of years. My worry was always going to be if we were off the calendar for a couple of years, what was going to happen? It was going to be one of two things. It was either going to be like 09 and people were like out of sight, out of mind. People were almost going to forget this was a thing, maybe still a little bit afraid to get out, whatever, whatever. Or it was going to be two years of pent up energy and just wanting to go to anything and everything and based on what I've heard, ticket sales are great. Suite sales are through the roof. So I think we're going to have uh, an awesome, awesome event. Again, it's going to be on Peacock exclusively in the U.S. Uh, it'll be on, I think, Sportsnet 360 in Canada. Uh, so if you don't have Peacock yet, just get it, guys. It's $4.99. You know, it's, it's a sub. It's lunch. Uh, it'll be worth it because I think with everything that we've seen, it's going to be an exciting show, an exciting race, an exciting event. And Alex, we wish you the very best of luck in it come to my hometown should, I'll see you soon. Should, should be fine as, as Ryan Hunter Ray's engineer always used to tell him you'll be alright <laughs> thanks so much for listening to Off Track with Hinch and Rossi keep in contact with us on Twitter and Instagram our handle is at AskOffTrack or you can follow us individually. We're at Hinchtown and at Alexander Rossi. If you want to follow Thim, though we have no idea why you would, he's at the Tim Durham. We really need to get that changed to at producer Thim. The music you heard today is by Ryan Dan of Holland Patton Public Library. Off Track with Hinch and Rossi is produced by Tim Durham. And by that I mean Thim. Hey guys, it's Hinch from Off Track with Hinch and Rossi. And if for some reason you're not already tired of listening to us on the show, well, I guess I got good news for you. We now have a YouTube channel so you can watch us on the show as well. Go to youtube.com, search Off Track with Hinch and Rossi, and you can see myself, my co-host Alexander Rossi, that guy Thim that sometimes shows up, you know, doing what we do. So go check it out, subscribe, like all the videos. Thanks so much. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh. 
Reese, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.